ladies, gentlemen, and fabulous beings from all walks of life. We're here to spill the tea, serve the shade, and keep you updated on all things fabulous. Welcome to What in Gay Hell, your one-stop rainbow-colored podcast extravaganza. Darling, that's right, I'm your host Cassandra, and joining me is the fabulous and fierce co-host Sable. Together, we're your guides through the dazzling world of LGBTQ plus culture and beyond. Get ready for a wild ride as we dive into the latest trends. So, darling, grab your rainbow flags, your glitter, and a martini. It's time to embark on a fabulous journey with us. Spill the piping hot tea on news that matters to our community. You're in for a treat. Buckle up, fabulous listeners, because it's going to be one heck of a ride. Welcome to the fabulous chaos that is what in gay hell. And explore the stars with our fabulous horoscope readings each episode will be your passport to gay hell and beyond where the glitter never fades the pride is always on display let's dive into the fabulous world of what in gay hell welcome darlings to the podcast that'll leave you saying what in gay hell just happened without further ado let's get this party started welcome Ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of What in Gay Hell. Today, we're diving into a topic that promises to brighten your day and steer clear of any somber subjects. So, without further ado, let's jump right in. The year 2023 has witnessed a significant cultural shift with influential figures such as Taylor Swift. The release of Greta Gerwig's Barbie movie. And the iconic Beyonce all contributing to a resurgence of female empowerment in modern media. These cultural moments have not only captivated audiences, but have also ignited a renewed sense of urgency for consumer spending. In this article, we explore the socio-political themes embedded in these media milestones and their potential influence on the upcoming 2024 general election. The power of consumption. Marcus Collins, a marketing professor at the University of Michigan Ross School of Business believes that the power of these cultural phenomena lies in the fact that people are not merely consuming products or media because of what they are, but because of who they represent. It's about cultural subscription and how individuals view the world and these perceptions are being manifested through their consumption choices. Collins elaborates on this concept emphasizing that people are not just passive consumers they are actively participating in shaping their cultural and political environment through their choices this involvement goes beyond the products themselves it's about the ideals and values these icons represent and the messages they convey to their audiences. The role of feminism. Collins identifies a common theme shared by Beyonce, Taylor Swift, and Barbie which extends beyond their gender. They are all seen as symbols of feminism, each offering a unique perspective and worldview to their audiences in a political climate marked by attacks on women's personhood autonomy and agency. These figures become important advocates for women's rights and equality. These cultural icons are not just symbols but vehicles for engaging in important conversations about feminism, gender equality, and the overall treatment of women in society. The hope is that these cultural vessels can inspire social and political change. Looking ahead to the 2024 general election. 
The conversation extends to the potential influence of these cultural phenomena on the upcoming 2024 general election. It is suggested that the themes and values they represent could play a significant role in shaping political discourse and voting behavior. The hope is that people's consumption choices and cultural subscriptions will manifest in their engagement at the ballot box advocacy for specific policies and community involvement in promoting a particular agenda. Conclusion The year 2023 has been marked by the rise of iconic figures like Taylor Swift, Beyonce, and Barbie who represent more than just entertainment or consumer products. They symbolize feminism ideology and unique worldviews sparking conversations and cultural shifts. As we move closer to the 2024 general election, it will be interesting to see how these cultural influences continue to shape the political landscape, inspiring positive change and advocating for equality and empowerment. Ladies. Gentlemen and everyone in between, welcome to What in Gay Hell. NSYNC Unlikely Chart Comeback and the Complex Future. NSYNC. One of the most iconic boy bands of the late 1990s and early 2000s. Recently made a surprising resurgence on the Billboard Hot 100 chart with their reunion single Better Place debuting at number 25. This unexpected success has caught even the group's own Joey Fatone by surprise. Speaking to OK! Magazine, Joey expressed his astonishment at the song's chart performance. He humorously stated, it's weird, it's as if we died and came back to life, it's odd. The statement is not merely a reflection of Joey's personal surprise, but also a testament to the unpredictable nature of the music industry, where nostalgia and the connection fans feel toward beloved artists can lead to unexpected comebacks. Joey further elaborated on his initial skepticism, admitting I didn't think it was going to have the magnitude it had. He confessed that the group's primary motivation was to record Better Place for the Trolls Band Together movie, without necessarily aiming for chart success. This humble approach, driven by a desire to have fun and contribute to a film's soundtrack, stands in stark contrast to the often cutthroat pursuit of chart-topping hits in the music industry. The success of Better Place can be attributed to several factors. Firstly, it capitalizes on the deep connection fans continue to feel toward NSYNC, as well as the star power of its former member Justin Timberlake. Additionally, the song's association with the movie added another layer of appeal, contributing to its chart presence. Joey Fatone also shared his delight in witnessing a new generation discover NSYNC's music through platforms like TikTok. He described it as a sweet thing that I actually did get choked up about. This phenomenon highlights the timelessness of their music, as it resonates with both the nostalgic generation that grew up with them and a younger audience who are experiencing their songs for the first time. However, the question of what's next for NSYNC remains uncertain. Joey acknowledges the clamor for a reunion tour, but he underscores the complexities involved. He pointed out there's five guys, some of us are married, some have kids, some may not want to do it. We have to have that conversation. The challenges of aligning the schedules and personal priorities of all members underscore the complexities of reviving a group that initially found fame decades ago. 
In conclusion, NSYNC's surprising return to the Billboard Hot 100 with Better Place demonstrates the enduring affection fans hold for the band and their music. This success, coupled with the excitement of a new generation discovering their work, has sparked interest in the band's future endeavors. Yet, as Joey Fatone aptly points out, the path forward is intricate involving personal commitments and complex discussions about the group's future. Regardless of what comes next, the story of NSYNC's resurgence is a testament to the lasting impact of their music and the unpredictable nature of the music industry. The Iconic Duo Mickey and Minnie Mouse, a Disney legacy under challenge. The Walt Disney Company, a behemoth in the entertainment industry, has faced its fair share of controversies and questionable decisions over the years. From pricing concerns to political matters, Disney has not been immune to criticism. However, amidst these challenges, two timeless characters, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, have always remained steadfast and beloved. Yet, recent developments have raised eyebrows among Disney enthusiasts, prompting a re-evaluation of their enduring legacy. Mickey Mouse, created by Walt Disney and of iWorks, made his debut in the legendary animated short Steamboat Willie in 1928. With his iconic round ears, red shorts, and cheerful demeanor, Mickey quickly became a cultural phenomenon. His mischievous and adventurous nature endeared him to audiences worldwide, and he has been at the forefront of Disney's identity for decades. Mickey's counterpart, Minnie Mouse, made her entrance alongside Mickey in Steamboat Willie. She is recognized for her polka dot dresses, bows, and a sweet, friendly disposition. The relationship between Mickey and Minnie extends beyond mere partnership, it's a symbol of enduring love. Their relationship has been a central theme in many of their adventures. Despite the trials they face, Mickey and Minnie's bond is marked by unwavering support and affection. Together, they tackle challenges through teamwork and love and their adventures have been the source of joy for generations. Mickey, often portrayed as chivalrous and caring, goes to great lengths to ensure Minnie's happiness. He is the protector, the hero who saves her from perilous situations. In contrast, Minnie is the heart of the partnership, offering encouragement and unwavering support to Mickey in his many escapades. Their love story is central to the magic and joy of Disney entertainment, making them cultural icons synonymous with the Walt Disney Company. However, a recent announcement from Marvel Comics stirred controversy and shocked Disney fans. In celebration of the 60th anniversary of the Avengers and X-Men, Marvel unveiled a series of What If? variant covers featuring Disney characters including Mickey and his friends. 
in the midst of the celebration. One striking detail was noticed on several covers. It was not Mickey and Minnie who were depicted as the beloved couple. Instead, the covers showcased Mickey Mouse and Daisy Duck as the romantic pair. The decision to pair Mickey with Daisy instead of Minnie sent shockwaves through Disney's dedicated fan base. Fans took to social media platforms to express their disapproval of this unexpected and, for many, inexplicable choice. This change in character dynamics left Disney enthusiasts perplexed and concerned about the legacy of the iconic duo. Mickey and Minnie Mouse. For decades. Their love story has been a cherished part of Disney's narrative. And any deviation from this narrative raises questions about the company's commitment to its core characters. In conclusion, the recent development in the Marvel Comics covers has put into question the legacy of Mickey and Minnie Mouse, one of Disney's most beloved and enduring couples. The unexpected portrayal of Mickey and Daisy as a romantic pair has sparked controversy and raised concerns among Disney fans about the direction the company is taking with its iconic characters. As the Disney legacy continues to evolve, the enduring appeal of Mickey and Minnie remains a testament to the magic and nostalgia that Disney represents in the hearts of millions worldwide. In recent years, director Mike Flanagan has undertaken a thrilling journey of spooky adaptations from Stephen King's Gerald's Game and Dr. Sleep to Shirley Jackson's The Haunting of Hill House and Henry Jameis' The Turn of the Screw in The Haunting of Bly Manor Flanagan has explored various realms of horror. Now he sets his sights on Edgar Allan Poe's literary legacy with the upcoming Netflix miniseries, The Fall of the House of Usher. As we anticipate this latest adaptation, we must acknowledge the Profound influence Poe has had on the horror genre, inspiring writers like H. P. Lovecraft and filmmakers throughout the history of cinema. Poe's work, marked by its gothic themes and dark psychological undertones, has served as a fertile ground for cinematic adaptation, shaping the world of horror on screen. From silent films to modern classics, the cinematic world has embraced Poe's eerie tales breathing life into his macabre narratives. In this essay, we will explore 10 noteworthy adaptations that best capture Poe's pioneering contributions to the realm of horror. 1. The Plague in Florence, 1919. Austrian filmmaker Fritz Lang crafted an early adaptation of Poe's The Mask of the Red Death in this silent film Lang envisions the plague as a seductive female figure accentuating the themes of lust and societal decay. Two Murders in the Rue Morgue, 1932 Universal Pictures, known for its contributions to the horror genre, brought Poe's work to the big screen murders in the Rue Morgue centers around a mad doctor who seeks to create a mate for his gorilla henchmen by injecting women with ape blood. This adaptation captures Poe's ghoulish essence and showcases Bella Lugosi at his eerie best. 3. The Black Cat, 1934 the Black Cat may have strayed from its namesake Poe story, but it provided an opportunity for Universal Pictures to pit two horror icons Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi against each other. The film masterfully conveys a sense of paranoia and a world teetering on the brink of darkness. For The Telltale Heart, 1941 MGM's short adaptation of The Telltale Heart is a visual masterpiece using slow zooms and intense close-ups to portray the guilt central to Poe's tale the film is a testament to the power of Poe's original work.
Fight House of Usher, 1960. Roger Corman's adaptations of Poe's works, brought to life by the versatile Vincent Price, played a pivotal role in cementing the author's place in cinematic horror House of Usher, marked a shift from black and white to vibrant color, capturing the eerie atmosphere of Poe's tales. Six The Pit and the Pendulum, 1961. Building on the success of House of Usher, Corman and Price collaborated once more in The Pit and the Pendulum. The film is a delightful combination of construction and matte paintings featuring gruesome torture devices and a standout performance by Barbara Steele. 7. The Mask of the Red Death, 1964. Corman's last true Poe masterpiece, The Mask of the Red Death, presents a world of royal hedonism on the brink of apocalypse. Vincent Price's performance as Prince Prospero is chilling, and the film brilliantly captures the delirium and decadence present in Poe's narrative. 8 ABC Weekend Special, The Gold Bug, 1980. Poe's stories found a home in anthology television shows, with The Gold Bug serving as a notable example. This haunting adaptation, featuring a young Anthony Michael Hall, retains the fixations and coming-of-age themes present in Poe's original tale. 9 The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, The Raven, 1990. Adaptations of Poe's poem, The Raven have been scarce due to its brevity and confined setting, however, The Simpsons gave us a faithful rendition with James Earl Jones narrating and Bart as the Raven delivering both humor and reverence to the source material. 10 Masters of Horror, The Black Cat, 2007. Jeffrey Combs portrays Poe in this episode offering a unique blend of the writer's biography and his eerie narratives. The episode delves into Poe's tormented psyche, blending hallucinations and bloodshed to create a haunting portrayal. Conclusion Edgar Allan Poe's timeless tales of horror and madness have left an indelible mark on the world of cinema, from early silent films to modern television series these adaptations serve as a testament to the enduring power of Poe's narratives as we eagerly anticipate Mike Flanagan's take on the fall of the House of Usher, it is clear that Poe's macabre legacy continues to inspire and terrify audiences through the magic of cinematic storytelling. Today music is brought to you by Dewdrop Fantasy, Instruments, Synths. Rain feel, bright, calming, relaxed.